Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, you're my best friend. Boy. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. For my friends. 77 WABC. on your Thursday morning. This is uh, Gabe Pride Day today here at WABC. We've had a great guest uh, guest list already. Bill White, John Katsimatidis, Curtis Sliwa, Judge Andrew Napolitano. And moments ago, the New York chapter leader for gays against groomers, Rachel McGay. But, of course, nobody, and I mean nobody, gets the ratings my next guest gets. They are through the roof every time he's on. And why is that? Because he was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights right here on WABC or his own website, which is tremendous, BillOReilly.com. Great daily columns, the morning message. Of course, he's got interviews on a TV show, the Killing Series, Killing the Witches. The next big one has been a hit, every single one of those books. And most importantly, Bill O'Reilly's a great guy. Trust me, now I can say that. I've gotten to know him. So don't be fooled by the austere exterior Man's got a lot of heart. Here's my friend, Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. So you're defaming me? You're telling everybody I'm a great guy? I know. I I shouldn't do that. (laughs) You know how I know? Because when I get pictures from Bill O'Reilly on a trip he took to Ireland with his son, who's a great kid, Spencer, last week, and you look so happy, I say that's a great father and a good man. That Ireland trip, Bill, looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a father-son trip uh, for Father's Day week. Uh, there were 12 of us. Uh, we went up to Donegal, which was the last county in Ireland I had not visited. And then we went over to Northern Ireland, where I had reported in the 1980s, and I showed them all where I was in Derry and Belfast. It was pretty interesting. I was in the Belfast Titanic Museum 24 hours before the report that the submersible was lost. Wow. I mean, it was, like, eerie. So thanks for mentioning your trip. It was great. Everybody had a good time. But now I'm back, and I'm ready to go. Uh, one thing I, I did see in the pictures, there was one picture of you and Spence, and behind you there was a wall, and it was depicting King Charles as, like, this evil, evil person. So I yeah. guess not everybody in Ireland is over the English, huh? No, no. It, it, this is a very unreported story that in Northern Ireland, the Catholics and the Protestants uh, which represent the Republic of Ireland, uh, the South, and then the Protestants who are uh, uh, allied with the king in London, uh, they hate each other. There's a wall on Shankill Road still, a wall, a giant wall, separating the two neighborhoods. Um, so, yeah, they're not killing each other because they all want to make money. And the women of Ireland that basically knock it off or we're not going to have sex with you. That's what, what? That's really why it stopped. Wow. And, and, but they hate each other. It's still there. It's palpable. How about that? And Bernie always said that about his father, God rest my partner's soul, that even today in his 90s, he's still alive, his dad. He still hates the English with a fervor. So it's funny seeing that picture. But you are back, and a whole lot has gone on since you left. Let me start with Warren Bobert yesterday. You and I have discussed this a million times. You keep saying, I got to see the proof. I know stuff is out there. I got to see the proof. 
But the House yesterday introduced articles of impeachment for President Biden. What are your thoughts on that? Foolish move. Um, The extremists in the Republican Party damaged their own cause. Um, President Biden is the second worst president in history, as we've discussed, on Sid and Friends. Okay? (laughs) Yes. He's second to James Buchanan, who totally booted the Civil War and was unbelievably incompetent. But being incompetent is not impeachable. So to do this, the independent voters who are leaning against the Democratic Party, that's, they say to themselves, ah, they're both the pox on both their houses or whatever the cliche is. They don't want this kind of stuff. They want efficiency. They want to be able to uh, have a good life, raise their family, have economic security. They don't want this continual impeach this, impeach that. The Republicans know the impeachment thing would never pass the Senate in a million years. Why are you wasting your time? Now, what should happen is that the two committees, Oversight and Judiciary, they both say that they have evidence that is very damning against Joe Biden himself. Okay. Develop the evidence and then present it to the American people what you have in a clear and concise manner. I'm for that. But knock off the extremist garbage. Oh, we're going to impeach. We're going to this. We're going to that. It hurts the country. Well, I'm wondering if they're so aggravated after what happened to Hunter Biden a couple of days ago, which Donald Trump really put best when he said they basically gave this kid a traffic ticket. You've got a rapper in jail for years for the same exact crime. That's the gun crime, not even the tax crime. Anybody with, with, a, with a decent mind, anybody who's not completely a judge and driven knows that Hunter Biden got away with whatever he did with a slap on the wrist, and maybe Republicans are just pissed off. They've had enough. Okay, but do it in a constructive way. Everybody knew the fix was in on Hunter Biden. You don't take five years to bring charges that you could get in five weeks. Right. I mean, this is a a low-level beat. Hunter Biden didn't pay taxes on about $2 million. Then they got him, and then he paid some money back. All right? And then he had a gun, and uh, he lied on the gun application, and he was running around with the gun naked. I mean, just the fact that he was naked, I charged him (laughs) for five years. Okay? Put your clothes on. We don't want to see you naked with or without a gun. Okay? But everybody knew the fix was in. This is the Justice Department. The FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop for years, and it still has not launched an investigation into the man, even though he admits on the laptop that he took money from dubious foreign concerns. It's corrupt. So is Alvin Bragg. Do we all get that? Alvin Bragg is corrupt. You can stab somebody and not get bail in New York City. And yet he brings felony charges against Stormy Daniels beef. Come on. It's ridiculous. But you got to vote these people out. That's the only solution. you got to vote them out. Get rid of them. And so the Republicans, every time they do something extremist, they hurt their own cause. And the people that you're hearing from are those people, right? I mean, whether it's Lauren Boebert or Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gates yeah, or I Chip mean, they're Roy. they're in the media every day because the corrupt corporate media wants to feature them as loons. Look, look at this. They, rep- they don't represent the Republican Party. They're just racing around trying to get attention. 
It's always the extremists who get the most attention. What do you think about the court date already being out there? It'll be August 14th. We know it now, this trial date for the document charge against President Trump. And, again, that comes right on the heels of the slap on the wrist for Hunter Biden. Now, I had Lara Trump on the show yesterday, Bill. She said, look, to be completely honest, it's business as usual. It's not like we're all freaking out. Oh, my God, he's got to go to court again on August the 14th. We expect this to continue until the day he stops serving. She's probably right, but what about that? Already a court date in August for Donald Trump. He doesn't even have attorneys yet. It's impossible. So they push it back and push it back, and then when he does finally hire attorneys to represent him in the documents case, um, they'll start to challenge the overarch laws. There's two of them, the Espionage Act and the Presidential Records Act. Well, the first thing Trump's lawyers, new lawyers, are going to do is file um, challenges to those laws that they don't apply to Donald Trump. And those cases will have to be heard before any criminal case is heard. So maybe in four years— They'll get around to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, the way the system works. Yeah. I mean, look, look. If it took five, write this down. All right, good. If it took five years, five years to get a plea on a tax evasion for Hunter Biden, right. it'll take 50 years <laughs> to get Trump in that courtroom. Yeah. If, if, if that's the way the system is, it's, come on. I know, but the system works differently for Republicans yes, and uh, Democrats, does. as you know. But, but remember, this trial is going to be heard in Fort Pierce, Florida. This is not San Francisco. This is a whole different thing. The jury pool will come from Central Florida. Right. So this is a mess. It's going to go on and on and on. Um, what uh, Ms. Trump told you is correct. Uh, the Trump machine is just going ahead and they're going to run and uh, they're going to do what they do and people will decide yes or no. And I know that you don't pay a lot of attention to these polls and you don't because they've been proven to be dishonest and inaccurate over the years. But for whatever it's worth, every time they indict this poor bastard or arrest him, his numbers go up. I mean, he's destroying Ron DeSantis right now, destroying him. Yeah, but it it doesn't really matter now. Uh, It'll start to matter around the end of August after the first debate. Uh, Republican debate that Trump's not going to show up to, and he's smart not to show up there because they'd all band together and beat him up, and the, the Fox <laughs> News moderators aren't going to protect him. So it would just be like nonstop 90 minutes, Trump is the devil, so why would he show up? I wouldn't show up, and I, I'll debate anybody. Um, so that's when the polls start to mean something. Bo- all the campaigns are marshalling their money. They're not spending a lot of money yet. Uh, DeSantis, again, I've never even talked to the man. I don't know him. I think he ran the state of Florida well. Um, but Trump is so much larger than life, and he's got the MAGA uh, people that are going to stand by their man forever. And that's a good 35 40 percent of the Republican Party. That's pretty tough for any challenger to overcome. It is. I want to ask you about the mayor here in New York City. You know, I befriended him. You know the whole thing. I'm not going to go with the whole thing again. Yeah, I but, know. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So, so he comes out on Father's Day. He's in some church somewhere, and he says, you know, God told me in my sleep 30 years ago 
that on this date in 2022, I'd be mayor. And son of a gun, it happened. Yes, and by the way, that same day, he compared himself to Denzel Washington in the movie Glory. Yesterday, he invokes Quinto Kente, saying that, hey, don't worry about me, folks. The scars on my back are still there, but you can't take me down. Has this man gone completely insane? No, I, I, I mean, people don't know this, but God did appear to Bill de Blasio. <laughs> Is that right? And said, "Hey, if you don't get out of here, I'm gonna. You're going to hell." <laughs> okay, All right, so people All right. don't know that yeah. they didn't publicize that. Maybe God knows um, where that 1.5 billion is that uh, his wife seemed to can't find. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. And God also said, "If you don't stop smoking pot in Gracie Mansion, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have a fire develop in this room." Um, so I, I, you know, if God is regularly appealing, appearing to New York City mayors, I mean, that's kind of a good thing. Maybe Adams will get some good advice. Um, Clinton Kinte, I, I don't know. I, you know, maybe he'll be on the city council. <laughs> well, okay. we're getting close. You've got Yusef Salar money against Inez Dickens, actually, yeah, in Harlem. That's another ridiculous. I mean, it is unbelievable, Bill, when you really think about what's going on. I know you're on Long Island, but what's going on in our in our boroughs, in our city, in our state. And, of course, we know the, the whole federal thing's a mess, too. But what's going on in New York, it's, it's, it's hard to believe. I'm sorry. I, I just can't believe it. Well, I'm in the city a lot. I know what's going on. But the worst tragedy of all is the Mets. The Mets. The Mets are the worst tragedy. They are worse. What are they doing? They're worse I mean, they're than people. They're the stands. They're running. Yeah. The, yeah. I, I don't know what's happening out there. Yeah. I'm just saying, wait, wait, stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, New York City is a mess. You're right. And I hope Mayor Adams can, can figure it out um, because – People are teed off. But remember, we had an election, and Kathy Hochul won. So you vote. This is what you get. We need a strong mayor and a strong governor to say, enough, enough. You commit a crime, you're going to be punished. All right? That's it. You know, it's Giuliani was a genius. Giuliani came in and said, any time you commit a transaction— that hurts the city, we're going to punish you. Right. And presto, crime drops in every area. There's safety on the streets. That's not hard. But these people won't do it. And then the people get hammered the most, continue to vote for them. Well, that's that's Crazy. the point. That's a good point. In fact, in fact, yesterday I had to get my hearing aids fixed. That's sexy, I know. Um, but I was walking in the city, and about five feet in front of me when I left the doctor's office, was uh, Marsha Kramer. I like her, CBS. She's out there in a park with a microphone, and she's interviewing people on the street. And she's asking them about the city council races. She recognized me. Her cameraman was a big FAN fan. He recognized me. So she put me on. I'll be on 1130 Sunday morning. I don't know. And she said to me, do you vote? I said, sure. She said, why? I said, because if I, if I don't vote, I can't bitch and complain. She said, uh, why don't enough people vote? And I said, I don't have an answer for you, but I can tell you this. Last weekend, in one district in Brooklyn, Bill O'Reilly, only 22 people voted the whole weekend for city council. How do we fix that? You can't fix it. Nobody pays attention. They don't care. It's boring. The only thing you can do is put the mail-in ballots in the pot shops. 
That's where you. That's what I would do. All right. So you get your pot, and then you can mail in your ballot right there. <laughs> There's so many numbers. Yeah, we live in the in the United States of diversion. People, they're addicted to their phone. They're addicted to whatever. The vending machine has heroin. I, you know, it's and you think you're going to pay attention to the city oh. council? No, you're right. These people can hardly get out of bed. You're right. I mean, they're stoned all the time. What? Yeah. It's crazy what's happened to our society. It is. You, it's apathy. You they walk. You, you walk in the city, Bill, and there are blocks. I swear to you, there are blocks that have not one. Not two, but three smoke shops on the same block, Bill O'Reilly. Come on. Dude, there are blocks in the city that said more Canadian fire air. <laughs> we don't, we, it's better than the pot. Oh, God. We want more fire. You are so right. It's uh, it's it's funny, but it's not. And you're right about the Mets. They may uh, be worse than, uh, obviously, uh, Biden and Buchanan. But you're not. You're the best. I love you, Bill. Great, great conversation today. Glad you're home. I missed you last week. and glad you had a great time in Ireland. Welcome home, buddy. Nice to have you today. All right. When everybody go to BillOReilly.com, we have a photo gallery of the Irish pictures. And uh, we'll talk soon, Sid. Thank Thanks you, Bill. Again. Great job. Bye. Of course, BillOReilly.com. Check it out today. 